let's turn our Bibles to Hebrews chapter 4. Last two weeks when we met, that was a Sunday service, I was trying to explain the theme to you and to tell you that there are new areas or new territories that we must take that we have not yet taken, which are deep within us and we carry around, but we have, we have neglected those places. And we are all looking for a visa to America and other fantastic things, isn't it? And we have left those areas and those um, territories within us. But those are the areas that we must yearn to go to. Because over there, if we are able to go to such new places in our hearts and our minds, we can do so much more. You see, just when we were driving here, I was thinking, see, and I was, God was just ministering to me, or I was just thinking, and the Holy Spirit was just ministering to me. That You see, there are many things that we need to get rid of. It's like everyday deliverance. Every day, let us deliver something from you. Let us get rid of something from you. But you must also desire that you want to get rid of certain things in your heart. And over the years, I've realized that, you see, the places where you go and you have very little people to deliver are places where the word of God is rich and the people understand. So they get rid of a lot of things from their heart. So when you get there, you don't need to do a lot of deliverance. But certainly when you go, you are always delivering people. And you see that the people, they are very, their are, are word base is very weak. And so you, you, you have a lot of things hidden in them. But when you understand some of these things and know that your heart is a place where you can either, you, you, you have to protect. Otherwise, some entities will come and stay there. You see, if you understand it that way, you would put up certain barriers and walls to keep certain things away. And then you will not be troubled so much in your life and in your heart. Are you understanding me? So let us take some of these things here. You see, over the years, I've realized that teaching service, Bibles, people don't like it, but it is, it is excellent. It is what changes people. It is what changes lives. And without those foundations and those grounding, it's going to be very difficult. So let us take it seriously. Let us learn. Let us study. Let me encourage you to be students of the word of God. You know, just this recently, this week, I've had a lot of calls from some of the people who have left school, the alumni. And when I talk to them, many of them are struggling. And they tell me this, and they tell me that, and they tell me this. And all the issues are things that have to do with what is within them and how they can stand the things that are out there. You know, when you are young, you think that you can stand many things. But when you meet certain situations, you realize that it is not as easy as it looks. So let us imbibe the word of God. Let us take it in. And let us let the word of God transform us. Because if we let the word of God enter our hearts, it will change us and make us better people. It will make us something different. And when people see you, they will like you. Do you understand? I say when people see you, they will do what? They will like you. They may not agree with you, but they will like you. Yeah. Because you are what you are on the outside is a reflection of something beautiful on the inside. You have cultivated a beautiful garden in the inside of you. Your heart is not a forest. It's not a jungle out there. 
with all sorts of weird creatures in it. Because if you have a jungle in your heart, your outward appearance will also be jungle-like. You understand? Gorilla warfare and other things are taking place in your heart. So your whole life will be like a what? A civil war with a lot of gorilla warfare. But you must learn that if you cultivate your heart, your life will be beautiful. And people will just lie and they will not know why. Do you understand? Yeah. They may not necessarily agree with you, but they will like you. They will see you and they, they, they may not even want to accept it. You see? And some people may even hate you because that you are too no, you are some way. But still, people, will, others will like you. I understand me. Because there's something beautiful on the inside. So let us work on that. That is not the topic. We are talking about the deceitful heart. See, but when I stand here and I begin to talk, I just talk. Amen. Yeah. So let us not give up. So are we there? Hebrews 4.12. Who is there? This is a very popular scripture, isn't it? Who knows it? 4.12. It says, For the word of, the, of God is living and powerful, and sharper than any two I just saw, isn't it? Piercing even to the division of the soul and spirit of joint and marrow. That is a whole topic altogether. Something that we can really dissect. I can really look at this. and it is, This one is like dissection, isn't it? And that is what I do. We dissect the body, bone and marrow. Soul and spirit, cutting, separating. But that is not what we are going to look at. We are looking at the very last part. And it is a, a discerner of the heart. Thoughts and intents of the heart. Of the heart. Oh, are you with me? It is a discerner. The, the word of God is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Yeah. That is why many people don't like the word of God. And that is why many people don't like church. That's why some people, they can't stand me. Because after I tell you one or two things about yourself, you say I'm judging you. Because it will hit your heart. And the idea to, you either accept it or you rebel. And who has read Rick Joyner's book, The Final Quest? You've read it. When you read chapter 1, he says the people that were in the book, he said the demons were riding on them. Hmm? And when they shoot the arrows of truth and it hits them, the people rather get angry. Yeah. Because the word of God, it would always tell you the truth. That is why Jesus was not liked by the Pharisees. Because when he comes, he starts talking the truth. And it will look the truth, it will go straight into the heart. And when it enters the heart, two things will happen. Either the heart will accept it, which is not the normal thing that happens. The, what usually happens is there is rebellion. There is resistance against the word. Yeah. And so the word of God here, Mr. Mankata, welcome. Okay, so the word of God, it descends the thought and the intent. It means the heart you see, when you talk about thought and intent, you'll be thinking about what? The mind, isn't it? But the heart has thoughts and it has intent. Hmm? The heart, it has thoughts and it has intent. 
to the heart. It has a way it thinks. And it has a way that what? It thinks. So many a times you realize that there are things that you think that maybe you are brought up in a particular and you know the right thing to do, isn't it? But your heart, eh, your heart will also tell you something else. And so you see that there are two different things that are warring within you. Okay? Just this week I was talking to somebody and she was battling between two young men. You see, her mind was telling her that this one is good. This is a good deal. See, but her heart was telling her that go here. Do you understand? And she was very confused. And she said, I cannot sleep. And I said, you will not sleep. Are you understanding me? So the heart has its own language, its own thought. So we are socialized to believe that, oh, when somebody does, you go to church. Say, when they do this against you, don't do this. Or when you do a, a Christian behaves this way. But when somebody does something, you see that those things are there. You know it in your mind, isn't it? But your heart. Is that not it? In times like that, it makes you realize that the mind and the heart are two different things. In times, you see, when certain things are, you must reflect. And when you reflect, you realize that indeed, when the Bible talks that about the heart having its own thought and intent, and the mind having its own because many of you, your confliction, you are conflicted. And when you are conflicted, it means that you are torn between two things. Is that not it? But those two things, it is not you against somebody. But it is you against you, inside of you. So many of your battles, you are battling you inside. And you say, one part of me is saying this. And another part of me is saying that. Is that not it? But it's the same you. So you are inside, you are fighting. Because there are different thoughts and different intents coming from different places. We have been taught in the word of God. We have been taught by society. We have been taught by our parents. Okay? That good girls don't sleep around before they marry. Is that not so? Yeah. Then you meet a fine young man. Mm? You know all the names, isn't it? And then your heart. Are you with me? So you see that this thing, it is so clear. So the heart has its own thoughts and intents. Are you understanding me? Good. Now, God himself describes, you see, the natural man has certain natural tendencies. When you are born as a baby, say innocent baby inside that innocent baby is man's heart and within it is that which comes naturally to man and God describes this heart that we get naturally as a very wicked heart and its intents are so wicked that is how God himself you see God, you see, God made man do you understand and he wanted something beautiful for man. But after the fall of man, 
man became something else. And when God looked at man, okay, this was how God described man. Let's go to Genesis. I think I've given this scripture before. So I want you to know that it is not Paul or anybody. This is God himself describing man after his fall. So that how man has become. Such that when you and I are born, this is what our heart, what is in our heart and in our minds. Let's go to Genesis 5. Genesis 5 no Genesis yeah 6 Genesis 6 6 6 no 6 5 okay 6 5 Genesis 6 5 he says then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every word intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually it's not that it was intermittent but it was partly our hearts you see so when you hear people say oh as for man man is naturally good it's a lie man is naturally wicked and bad yeah. if you can accept that about yourself you can move forward Because if you listen to all the atrocities that man commits against man, you will not even think that man listen. You even even you when you are watching action movie eh? and then and then they catch the blue man and then they torture the blue man and then the blue man manages to escape. And then the blue man catches the killer. Look at the way you are happy when the blue man is beating the killer. Oh, no. Is that not it? In some ways, ah, of you wish that the blue man will also catch the killer and torture the killer. Some of you are watching, you are happy. Is that not it? And they watch a dear movie. And then the tables turn. There's a wicked woman in it. Patience also called. Is that not a name? Eh? And she's done all her things. And the things turn. And suddenly the woman, there was always this fair woman. Every day she's crying. <laughs> Every day she's crying. She's wearing duku and she's crying. Oh, I don't know her name. But I think if one people to cry in a gym with his hair, the way she can play the part, then even you, you'll be sad. But when the tables turn, you see how you are happy when they are doing the other person's arm. Is that not it? That should tell you your heart. It should tell you that when you too, you also get revenge, you will do some. No reason. Yeah. Your heart is you must accept it. As you can't move on. This is God said the man of the heart of man. It is wicked continually. It doesn't stop. It thinks of one wicked deed after the other. Yeah. 
Are you understanding me? Are you with me? We need to finish, isn't it? Let's go again to Genesis chapter 8, verse 21. So, this was before the, the ark, before God destroyed it. And after he destroyed it in 21, he said something similar. He says, and the Lord smelled, that was what, um, um, what do you call it? Um, um, Noah had come out of the ark and was sacrificing to the Lord. 8.21, Genesis 8.20, the same Genesis. And he says, so when he sacrificed, he says this, what? And the Lord smelled the soothing aroma. Then the Lord said in his heart, I will never again curse the ground for man's sake. Although, listen, although the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. Mm -hmm. So God vowed. Because in verse 5, he saw the wickedness of him and said, ah, let me get rid of them. And the Bible says he rescued eight people. A few people, eight. Just a righteous man, Noah. Because he couldn't stand the wickedness. But then God vowed that even though man is weak. So it means after the flood, man didn't change. Yeah. Are you getting me? Yeah. Because when he still looked down, he saw still the wickedness in the man's heart. And he said that even the I will not destroy the earth again. So it means that nothing has changed. Even though God sees our wickedness, he says he will not destroy us. Not destroy the earth again. You not curse the earth again. Even though our intent and imaginations are wicked from the youth, from our youth, it means that the baby, when you transition from the baby period, you become a young, youthful person. Hmm? Yeah. 12, 13, 11. Yeah. There's wickedness in the heart of such people. Only the baby that may not have weak, but it is there, but it has not yet developed. Because yeah. you see what 12 and 13 years are doing. They are joining gangs. They are raping people. No, be so. Yeah. So it, it can imagine. So it's there. It's in our hearts. So we have to accept it. That, that is who we are. Man is not good. Anybody who says, I've seen a good man, I want to be careful. You've not seen a good man. You have seen who the person that God has described here. That is how we all are. Yeah. Because sometimes me, when I think of certain what I want to do against certain people, I fear myself. <laughs> yeah. Eh? Or I think because I'm here talking like this, I yeah. Because when I get hit. Have you seen a pastor cursing the congregation before? <laughs> or cursing people before? You think you curse when you are happy? Out of the heart, then curses will flow. Is that not it? Yeah. So we must accept it, that this is who we are. That in your heart, that is why Christ had to come. Because he ain't it doesn't matter the coolness of the person's character or the sweetness of the face or the niceness of or how the person dresses or the voice. No. When you see such a person, unless Christ is seen, 
see that this is wickedness working. The wickedness has dressed very nicely. But there's still wickedness coming. Wickedness has shattered. But there's still wickedness coming. Wickedness is fine today. Eh? Oh. <laughs> Are you with me? Yeah. And so that, that brings us back to the, the verse we've been using. Jeremiah 17, 10. Who knows what is there? And then 10. Says the heart is what? The heart is... Mm, but it says something before then. Deceitful. Above. On. On this planet. Mm. Deceitful. So let me tell you what the heart does. Because the heart is deceitful above everything. The heart will tell you that you are, you are, you are, you are fine. Your heart will never tell you you are a wicked person. Huh? Says the heart deceitful above all things. So your heart will tell you that you are okay. Your heart will tell you that oh you are a good person. Your heart will tell you that you are fine. Mm? Yeah, that's what your heart will tell you. Your heart will not tell you that you are proud, and you are wicked, and you are full of envy. And you are full of jealousy. No. Your heart will never tell you that. The heart is deceitful. So it will deceive you. Ah, you are such a good person. You are so kind. There's nothing wrong with you. As for you are just principled. Or you are, you are okay. That's what the heart will tell you. It will deceive you. That there's nothing wrong with your heart. While there is everything wrong with your heart. That is the nature of the heart. That is the nature of this thing that we are dealing with. A wicked entity that is also deceitful. Mm? So some of you you are working, what you are working with inside is worse than a cobra. Because when you see cobra, you say, ah, this is cobra. But this one, it is more deadly than the cobra, but it's disguised itself as something beautiful. So you realize that at the point you do certain things, then you wonder, ah, is that even me? Some of you, the thoughts that you can think, eh? if you could carry all those thoughts out, it would be very deadly. It's just that you you may not have had the opportunity. If you had the opportunity, you would. Mm. Oh, are you are you with me? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So the heart will not accept it. The heart will never tell you that you are not in love. You tell you, oh, this is love. Hmm. Or, yeah, then you see that ah. hmm? when we were in school, one of the songs that had just come out was Odwe Sisimi. Oh, that, that, eh, you know that song? Odwe Dimiyewu, Abna Rosie, 
Abunaru is a duo. Eh? This is me. That me. Dimmy woo. Oh, Abna Rose. What a name. <laughs> I understand me. Yeah. So the heart can look. And the one example that amazes me in the Bible is the story of Amnon and Tamar. You know that story? Yeah. The son of David, Amnon. I've read it before. I refused it in this church to teach other things. Says the guy said I was so, he was so in love with the girl that he was sick. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh, it, let's read it. <laughs> Second Samuel. Second Samuel 13. Hmm. Odona moyare, oyeni hushi enyeye. Eish, what a love. Hmm. Are you there? Okay, I think I'm second somewhere. Let me read. See, yeah, thirteen. It says, after this, Amnon, the son of David, had a lovely sister, whose name was Tamar, and Amnon, the son of David, loved her. Amnon was so distressed over his sister Tamar that he became sick. Eh? Yeah, they are laughing. He got sick. It's no easy. Eh? Young men, have you experienced that before? <laughs> A boy, I would have one. Would you? Eh? Why, Bassa? You are not even yourself. You've lost appetite. Yeah. Oh, if it's not happening to you, yeah. Can love her if you lose appetite. We did the guys and I will withdraw. Tasty beanie. You can't eat. Eh? And a girl, too, she's not looking at you. But your heart, too, is there. Who flow and just so. Yeah, we are. Yeah, bow them. Oh, bear me, bro. Oh, I. It's true. The young man will confess. He said the girl said, "Wow, Sean, you know what class? You know what size? Person will force on cause some penny. Oh, why is it bread? Within that. Then when she smiles with you, but then you go and think, ah, is it a sign or it's not a sign? Huh? <laughs> 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 so is it is it is it is she just being friendly or now drink some Oh boys <laughs> Eh? So the guy was so in love that he was sick. And then he forced himself on the girl. Raped her. After that, he says that and he hated her more than the same person. 
Less than 24 hours. See how deceitful the heart is. He did him more. And some people when they are in love, like they will never love you, love you, love you, love you, love you. Then suddenly, when the love breaks, the way they hate each other, the things they even say about the other person to their friends, like they didn't even know the person. Then the hatred. The hatred. Yeah, Yeah. So you see how deceitful the heart is. And the heart does that without even you see, you don't you don't have to work on it for it to happen. That's that's the way it is. You don't you don't need to consciously make an effort to make your heart deceitful or deceit. No. The heart naturally deceives. Do not really deceive you. That is why, you see, that is why tackling each things of the heart are the most difficult thing. Because you never accept that you have this problem. When you talk about pride, you must accept that you are proud. But you never accept it. Because the heart itself will tell you there's nothing, oh, oh yeah, fine, there's nothing wrong with you. So as the word of God is even coming, eh, it's like you have built a wall and it's deflecting the thing. Because the heart, oh, this one is not for you. This one doesn't concern you. Or oh, you are okay. You are a good person. You like people. You are this, you are this, you are that. As the heart deceiving you. And so the heart will never accept it. But you must, ag- you must agree with the Bible. That menye. And from there. Because the heart has its own mind and intent. I'm telling you. If you be truthful with it. There are many instances. Where you are thinking that. Oh, then, then, the, the good thing. Would be to do this. Is that not it? then there is something else in your members it's telling you something else and you are conflicted yet you are not not fighting with anybody but yourself within you Mm? the deceitful heart we'll finish very soon and then we'll pray so that is what the heart is so the heart deceives and it will tell you that it is not wicked. God says it is desperately wicked. Ababa, that is the way you are. I'm not. You are not wicked. You are not wicked. But when you see people and the things they can do, they say, ah, "How can human you do? You can do some." Well, I'm telling you. Can, I'm telling you, you can do some. You can do some. Maybe you've not, maybe because of the grace of God. But it is there. Pastors, reverend, prophets, apostles, that title doesn't mean anything. The heart is wicked. 
when you hear some of the things they do then you just you accept you don't get you see when i hear things i look at myself first yeah look at myself first i say that Charlie, me too i can be here but the bible says that if you think you stand I'll be careful. So they have to deceive you that you are fine. And that's what happens to many Christians. We are not prepared. Because we have we are under a false illusion that we are good. So before you realize, then you are gone with the wind. And then it's like, oh. Some of the things that get to give, sometimes that doesn't get to unbelief because they know oh, no, I'm not, I'm so under a bad. And some of them they will tell you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they will tell you. A young man once told the girl, say, on social media, what the bad media met you at all. Mm-hmm. I want to fall already. But the Christian brother will deceive himself. And it's hard to ask for him. He has no feelings. And he's strong. And he can pray. So, you see, let me tell you. I have not done any research. See, but the times when you are most likely to fall is after you have become very spiritual. You, those of you like praying, you when you and you have a girlfriend, you pray for two hours, then visit your girlfriend. <laughs> Danny, why are you laughing? <laughs> Uh, yeah. Some people are still laughing. <laughs> yeah. Gives you a false sense that you are okay. False sense. Where I realize you are sitting on the bed saying, Oh, what have we done? <laughs> oh. Oh. What have we done? Oh. False sense. Yeah. <laughs> so it takes Christ. See, that's why when God came, the first when you read Luke, um, is it Luke 4? When God talks about it, he says that what he has come to heal the broken hearted. One of the first things he came to say. Where he says, We leave captives and then proclaim liberty. He says, I've come to heal the broken hearted. But as the Israelites were, they didn't know they were broken hearted. Because your heart will tell you that what? You are fine. Because it's deceitful. Let me give one last example and then we'll close. When you are hurt, hardly do you accept that you are hurt. Yeah. If you want, let Dani and Amma break up right now. Again, they say, oh, we are fine, we are managing. 
this we are that. Or uncle, I may say, we say, yeah, no, it's true. Hardly, hardly do you accept, even when you are angry. My wife will tell you, say, Are you angry? I say, No, I'm upset. What is the difference between upset and angry? Eh? Even when you don't want to admit that you are angry. Yeah. Some of you, your face has come out and say, oh, it's okay, it's fine. It's not fine. Your heart, something has annoyed you. Something is, but you, you, you won't say. Is that not it? No, isn't that the normal response? We, we don't accept. Look, that is it. That is why people go and jump after they have broken heart and they go mad. Because they don't accept it. And they feel they are fine. Hmm? When you feel certain feelings in you, you don't accept it. Is that not the natural thing? That's it. Even when you are confronted, you find, even if you admit, you, you, you would find a lesser something to water it down. Hmm? So many people, when I'm talking to them and they are broke, I know these people, they will cry when I start talking to them. But they themselves, they are they deny in their heart that they will cry. Because when they go, oh, Daddy, you are fine. Oh, after that, and then we start talking. Then they say, <laughs> Yeah. If they guy they don't want to say, then their eyes should become red and then they Mm. Yeah. Because I'll start hitting some buttons. And if you admit that to yourself, you know, I see that, that then you are just going up. So they have to tell you, you're fine. Okay? And then after a time, you actually start believing you are fine. Until you are confronted by that thing some years down, and then you realize that you are not suddenly set. Things that will come out of you. They say, ah, it's been five years, it's been ten years, it's been twenty years. The heart has deceived you. Your own heart has deceived you. So many of us we walk about and we think that, oh, some things that happened to us, something oh, it didn't affect me. Oh, I've grown, I'm okay. Am I not fine? I'm fine. I look at me. I'm like, you are not normal. Yeah. You are not normal. The thing has affected you. But it's too painful for you to admit that the thing has affected you. You don't want to admit that, ah, girl, no, I'm And our boy, no, i Or my mother has worried me, or my father has worried me, or my uncle has worried You don't want to accept it. And you cover it up. And you deceive yourself. No. You must accept. Are you with me? Because the heart is, that is what the heart is. The heart does not accept it. It doesn't. It will not accept anything. Mm? Yeah. So you walk around and the outside is different. Than the, so you can imagine all the things that you have not accepted. is still there. 
And those are the things that are affecting what you are doing on the outside. That is why in the beginning I said that, look, when you cultivate a beautiful garden on the inside, your life will be beautiful. But if you have all these things hidden in the heart, and the heart has covered it and is deceiving you that it is fine, you can imagine how you, that's why many of you struggle to do many things on the outside. And you want to conform. And you want to try and change on the outside. You actually desire it. And you want to, but you start doing the things on that and then you get tired. Because your heart. Are you with me? Hmm? Are you understanding me? Yeah. So this, this is where we want to go. Because the heart is deceitful, it is important that you pay close attention to it. And you enter into certain areas and parts of it. And we deal with certain issues. And we accept the fact that our heart is not a good place. Because by, like I said, the natural heart. When they talk about, oh, let's love one another. Like how, what, with what heart are you going to love? That wicked heart? Huh? With that wicked That's why 50 or 60, how many years ago? 70 or so, they started the United Nations. That oh, there will be no more war after the Second World War. Has war ended? Yeah. They're still wicked. We are torturing people more, isn't it? Killing people. Now they cut your head and put it on YouTube. Is that not it? I say, man is, oh, yeah, we are kind. Mm. One day I was watching something on TV, and these people went to Europe. They are from um, the U.S. They went to Europe and were trying to evangelize on the street, street evangelism. And one of them was talking to one of the guys. And the, you know, the Europeans, they don't believe in God. Europe is one of the places where they don't believe in God at all. Said that oh, there's no God, there's this, there's that. But he believes that man is good, naturally good. So if we tap into those things in man, then the guy said, You say man is good? He said, Yes, okay. He said, Then give me your wallet and let us put it here. All your details and when somebody finds it, I'm sure they'll return it to you. The guy said, No. <laughs> <laughs> ah, but you are the but you are saying man men, we are generally good. So if you leave your wallet with your money, everything, your details are also in it. So if somebody picks it, he's likely to call you up and say, I found your wallet. Let's, let's do that experiment. The guy said, still no. <laughs> say, why? Says he doesn't want to answer the question. Oh, but you are the one saying that man is generally good, isn't it? Yeah, so out of all, if we just randomly, we don't need to go to church or anything, randomly on the street of Accra, Makwala. <laughs> if you drop your money, that one they may not know you. But if it is in your wallet, you put like 500 CDs in your wallet with all your details, contact, everything. Eh? And you just leave it there. And you go. You wait and wait and wait to see if the call will come. Oh, we found your, even your mobile phone. When it for, they can just, somebody can pick it and wait for your call. When you call, eh? but when they call, what do they say? Oh, help me, ho. Yo, and your budget that would be way bow. Is that not it? Yeah, if they don't steal it, 
when they are even giving it to you, they want money. No, be so. Yeah. So, so the moment you call and you say switched off, they know the phone is missing. Eh? Because the phone was not off. The moment you call, you say, I say, ah, yeah. Or the call. Is that not it? Man is generally wicked. Okay? So don't be deceived. So he's a good person. Not a good person. Because you see, what we see on the outside, you say that, oh, this person is a good person. God, he says, and the word judges the what? The intent and the thoughts. That is what God is judging. So what you see, say, oh, this person is a good person on the outside. God doesn't see. That is why you go straight to hell. Yeah, because when God is looking, weigh the heart. Hmm? So there are some very nice people. They are not Christians. Is that not it? But they are even nicer than Christians, isn't it? They all go to hell. Yeah. Unless my Bible is mistaken, then I will stop preaching it. They all go to hell. Because God is not looking, looking at the heart. And when he looks at the heart, eh, it will fill the it will fill that test. When he descends and looks into the thought, it will fill. Because me, I see what you do on the outside, you are so polite. So, but when you lie, I don't know what is there. Of course, he says that oh, you walk hell straight. It's like when you are playing a, 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 a what's the name? A monopoly. It says do not pass by this place. Do not pass by go straight to jail. Do not collect a hundred dollars. Do not do this. Do not do that. Do not go straight to jail. Yeah. That is how a good heart or a good person is. God on the day will tell you that. Do not collect a crown. Do not come and sit at the right hand. Do not even say hello to Peter. Go straight to hell. <laughs> eh? Yeah. I with me. Yeah. So that so I want us to understand it. And I want us to take our time, build up on this is where I want us to go this semester. And I want you to accept it and know that this is where you are. And as I've been you see many of you realize that our hearts don't easily accept things. We don't accept our, our husband. All the things we say. When you are upset, you say, and when you are hurt, you say you are not hurt. When you are, we don't accept it. We don't. Never. Okay? So let's look at our hearts. And let us work on it. Okay? As I am working on mine. You, must, you, should, you see, if you cannot see it as a problem, that is why the heart is so deceived. That is why it is so dangerous. Because anything that you don't see as a problem, you don't solve. Do you understand? Anything you don't see as a problem. You go to the village, they are drinking the water that looks like it's brown. But it's not a problem to them. So they will not look for any solution to it. Do you understand me? Yeah. So when you go, so, so I say, they don't see it as a problem. Okay? So you go and you want to help people out of poverty. They will chop your money and they will not oh, we want to teach you how to plant this. So when you can get money, kaputa. They don't see it where they are. They don't see it as a oh, who saw it, you okay. Okay, Let's go and plant trees. Last time I was watching 
a documentary on a man in Kenya, Al Jazeera, who wanted to help his community. When will the trees grow? He's talking about climate change. And, ah, it was so sad. If they don't see that it's a problem, the heart will tell you there's no problem. So you will not solve it. You will not tackle it. You will not deal with it. So let us from now begin. Begin. We take a closer look at our hearts. If we do it, it will help us. Okay? It will help us. Let's rise to our feet. And I just want us to pray that God, I've heard this word. I want you to help me to look at my heart. Take a critical look at my heart. To look deeply at my heart. To search. So we read that scripture. It says that God searches the heart. I want you to pray that God help me. I may not have thought of things this way. I may not have noted, but now I've gotten this information. And I've gotten this knowledge. Help me. In this time of prayer and fasting, where we are dealing with issues of the heart. Father, let this be the first step. Let this be the first step that I admit to myself that I have these issues, that my heart naturally has all these flaws. Help me. Father, help me. Help me. Help me. Help me to see my heart for what it is. To admit the filth, the dead, the wickedness in it. That you may be able to help me. That I may surrender it more. That I may deal with those um, 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 squatters, those foxes, those entities that are not supposed to be in my heart. That my heart may be free. That my heart may be free. I pray, O oh God, that as I lie on my bed and I keep on thinking about these words, and I look at it, help me, O oh God. 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 Help me. As I lie on my bed this evening and I meditate. As I have dreams, show me my heart. Show me the things that the, my own heart has deceived me into thinking they are not a problem. The things that he has covered. Oh God. Show me. Shinke tele bele bele brema mama zuku ruba kanda ribre baba razita rabari katayaba mukurunza ta hatai kata ziria makazu tu ya kata zikaria bukuri baba baba mahutu ya makaza oh kere oh we thank you God we give you praise heavenly Father I pray for your people. We read in the beginning that your word is living and active and sharper than any two edges. So your word has come as it has 
touched our heart and it has entered our heart father may it do its work it may be small it may be gradual it may be slow but father let it do its work in our hearts the transforming word the transforming word of god may that transforming word change us may it make us different may it make us anew may it build us up may men see the change because of the transforming words of jesus because of your word may it touch may it change may it push out the things that are in our hearts that are not right may it fill it and push out the darkness and the wickedness I thank you, Father, for your word. I thank you for new beginning. I thank you for what you are doing. I pray, O oh God, that as we take this serious and we run with it, may our lives never be the same. May every single person, every man, every woman, everyone under the sound of my voice, O oh God, who wholeheartedly accept this message, may this word carry them. I pray, O oh God, that touch us and make us anew. And may we see that tangible change. May we see that which God can do in the lives of men when they avail themselves. That you may give glory to your holy name. We thank you, Father. We give you praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. Wow. God bless you. God bless you. Glory to God. God has blessed us. I believe this is a wonderful message that God has blessed us with. And as you clap, you clap unto God that He has visited us and He has given us a word in season. This is God's word. And it is God who has brought this word and He's moving through His word to change. So if you are you are you are glad and you're happy, it is not me, it's not anything I've said. It is God himself. And I just want you to um, 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 think about that. And I want you to know that it is God himself who you are clapping for because he has touched us with this true word. Hallelujah. Amen.